0: Welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha, an organizational psychologist, and I'll be taking you down a path towards achieving professional success while still having fun. For over a decade, I have been guiding individuals and organizations through professional transitions. The goal is to help you, your business, or organization create a successful, engaging atmosphere without sacrificing a positive culture. So, let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. And yes, I am Misha. This show is all about leadership and professional development. Everything you need to know to be more competent and confident in your professional life, including communication skills, personal productivity, conflict management, all of those wonderful, kind of sometimes icky things that we have to deal with. And by listening each week, you will acquire unique tools and gain exposure to proven. Research, tips, wisdom, and so forth to help in your professional development. And so, Benny, how are you doing today? Icky
1: things, huh? I know, icky things. Can't stand icky things. <laughs> I got more confident over those.
0: Well, do you know, it is the icky things, isn't it? It's <laughs> it like a bunch uh, of that difficult employee or that other difficult person or the whatever. So, yeah, we deal
1: with the icky things. <laughs> icky things for me are different in my world since I have twins that are five and a half, so... Totally different side of things. I mean, icky is like whatever's crawling across the floor and it's like a dust bunny. It's Icky, <laughs> right? That's a good point. That's my life.
0: Very true. <laughs> yes, and so, yeah, Biddy was just saying to how your boys are about to start in kindergarten. So that's they so are. Oh,
1: I did my first little school, school shopping session, tongue twister there, to get it all out and I got it all. I mean, I, I battened down the hatches and got it. It's expensive. Yeah. Like, I get it. But then twins, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's no break for us. You've no. got to get one of everything, and then it's two of everything.
0: Yeah, Ugh. that's a good point. Welcome to the school year, I'm going to
1: petition to the school board. <laughs> that's my next gonna... You probably <laughs> could. I <laughs> yeah, should.
0: All right, cool. Okay, so if anybody does we, – we do have an interview today. Um, and during this time, if anybody does have any questions or would like to call in, that number is?
1: Vinnie? 425-373-5527 or triple eight two nine eight five five six nine. 5569
0: excellent and remember to all of these shows are recorded and they're all they're live on my website so you're welcome to go there to Misha and you can download the recordings you can subscribe to the podcast and again if you do subscribe to the podcast either with um iTunes or um, what's the other one the other ones out there if whichever one you choose to subscribe through if you like the re- the shows it would be wonderful if you could share your opinions or even rate them because then that would as you know it, it's helps raise the exposure mm-hmm. of the show so that other people who you think might benefit would be able to find them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also, too, remember, um, all of these shows will be transcribed. Yes, I we are still getting around to having all the transcripts all there. So I apologize that's taking longer than I had anticipated, but we're getting there. Um, so you can download the transcripts, and also you can, if you have any questions, send them to me on my website as well. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic. So I'm really honored today to have an um, Albi, is it Benach? Benacht. Benacht. Beautiful last name. So I have Albi Benacht with us today. And um, so let me give you a background first on Albi, then we'll talk. Uh, I'll go into what we're going to be exploring. So Albi started her career in secondary education. She transitioned from that into adult education in, in that field through corporate training track and so forth. And then after years in that profession, she became interested in organizational design and pursued a master's degree in whole systems design at Antioch University. And it was this program that she claims that helped transform her and led her to Boeing, where she, um, um, where her interest, I'm sorry, her initial um, focus was large scale, large scale cultural change. That's a tongue twister. And then so over the next 40 or I'm sorry, the next 18 years at Boeing, she became interested in the soul of the corporation and started to wonder how could work be more life giving, renewing and inspirational. And then through, um, she completed a series of programs based in spiritual guidance and adapted a lot of what she learned to the corporate environment. And in later years, her work became more about healing whole and holism. And so, a lot of her work, and specifically, I think what we'll be talking about today, some of that was inspired by Angela's Angelis, Angelus Arion, Angelus Arion. Thank you, Albie, Um, and her book, The Fourfold Way. and that in that book is, is called i think the tagline of it is the way of the healer warrior visionary and teacher and Albie began to use these understandings of the fourfold oh, i'm sorry of the four elements earth air fire and water within her work in the corporate world with group processes that break down and it occurred to her that the four elements could provide a framework for observation diagnosis and intervention that would lead through breakthrough so through her experiences, Albie learned that the work we do as leaders, coaches, and consultants often calls upon our higher selves. And done consciously and deliberately with heart and compassion, we invoke the sacred, which can elevate groups and lead to amazing results. So I heard Albie talk at a um, – it was kind of like a conference. Mm-hmm. And so she had was talking about, again, a ceremonial approach to group intervention using – these four elements of earth, air, fire, and water. And I was really intrigued by it. And also knowing that she came from a very solid corporate background in organizational development and such in Boeing. So I was curious about how in the world can you use something kind of what I call woo-woo-ish in the corporate world? And the more I sat in and listened, I realized, oh, my God, this is brilliant. And then I've even found that I, when I get stuck sometimes, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, what am I feeling right now? Or what do I feel that's happening with the group? And then I'll bring in some of these different elements to help shift through it. So I want to welcome you so much, Alvi,
2: for joining me. Thank you. Thank you, Misha. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, this will be fun. Um, I was glad that we earlier talked about icky stuff because using these four elements is perfect for when groups get into icky stuff. Uh, And at the time, if you're facilitating, I have found that I'm always at choice, whether I let it go and just kind of turn the topic and pretend nothing happens Mm. Or if I really want to step into my own leadership, take off my facilitator hat and put on my intervener hat and really try to do t- something constructive to turn the breakdown to breakthrough.
0: Yeah, and that you, I, that's a great point because I think for a lot of us, and I know even myself as I've grown, uh, in the beginning I definitely avoided the icky stuff because I just didn't know how to go there. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where it's going to go and how horrible it's going to get. And so if there is some conflict or or just the elephant in the room, it's so much easier to avoid it. Yeah, it is. But that's, as we all know, you just, you can't, you have to be able to address it. Um, And that was the other thing I liked about this, this idea of using these elements, because sometimes too, when you're trying to figure out what exactly is the icky thing, you can almost always feel when there's something changed in the conversation in a meeting or, you know, when you're facilitating or, or, when you, or you, it's obvious when you're stuck. It's just a lot of times we don't—we feel like, well, we don't know how to move forward. I, I have no idea what to do. All the other tools
2: out of my tool bag, bag aren't working. Mm-hmm. So what else can I do? Yeah. And the thing I like about using the elements as kind of a guide is it's something that you can recall in the moment. So if you're tap dancing, you're thinking, what do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do next? If you can remember these four elements, then it'll direct you. It could direct you to your next steps.
0: Yeah, Okay, well then, let's let's pause then and go into, okay, the elements and, and mm-hmm. have you kind of explain how you've used it or however you want to address mm-hmm. it, what you think would be easiest for people to help understand what it is we're talking about.
2: Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to do is do a, a brief description of what I mean by breakdown related to the four elements to see if maybe this echoes for some of you in your work. Um, so when I talk about Air, uh, error. error is about the mind. And a breakdown in error when you're working in group process could be, and I'm sure you've all been in these kinds of meetings, where there's analysis paralysis, and we just want to get more data and more data. And so we're so busy gathering more data or talking about the data or delving into the data, we never reach a conclusion and we get stuck. We can't move forward. We're so data focused. So that would be an example of an error breakdown. Uh, oh, fire breakdown. Fire is about the spirit. Um, and we think about team spirit or the spirit of a team or uh, what brings us together. What do we care about? And when that breaks down, when fire breaks down, uh, we get into non-conclusionary blue skying. So we've got all these ideas and we wander out into the ether and they get so great. We build and we build and we build and we build. And it's kind of like brainstorming run amuck. Run So now you've got so many ideas, you're stuck, you don't know what to do with them. Uh, When you get stuck in earth, an earth breakdown is these spiraling conversations that people get into where you get mired in your position. So it's when you're plotting and it feels really muddy and you can't get anywhere because you get stuck in this is the way it is, this is the way it's always been, this is the way it has to be. And so there's no new excitement or original thought. And then a breakdown in water. Water is related to the emotions. And so what you want to do is you just want to tell that same old story again and start blaming again and finding fault and going, oh, back in the old days, it was so great. And nothing happens. So I'm sure you've all experienced team meetings when these things have occurred. So the idea is to try to relate when the stuckness happens or the ickiness happens and relate it to one of these elements. And then you can use, that's the diagnostic part. So then you can use the elements to counteract that. So if you think about, if you've got a fire going, what's the element that would counteract fire? And that's water. So if you're in a conversation that's got non-conclusionary blue skying, da-da-da-da-da, you want to throw some water on that to tamper down, not, out the fire totally but just tamper it down maybe turn it to a little ember mm-hmm. and that you could do with talking about okay we've got all these wonderful ideas but what do we really care about what's really important what's the essence of what we're trying to accomplish and just by throwing in that little touch to the emotion of the heart you can see how we can say Oh, see, like 70% of these ideas, they may be wonderful, but in this particular context, they're no good. So right away, you've gone from being stuck or icky to breakthrough. Nice. So now, um, I was going
0: to say, I, there's a couple times that I've actually been able to use this. Uh-huh. And again, I love how it's in the moment when I'm feeling
2: stuck. But I have a feeling you have probably better stories than my little <laughs> stories. <laughs> um <clears throat> In Boeing, as you may know, there's quite a lot of engineers, and most engineers, many engineers, are um, very concrete in their thinking. Uh, They're also, they like, many of us don't like change. There was one time I was asked to facilitate a group who a new organizational structure was imposed on them, and they were grumbling and grumbling and grumbling, and nothing was getting done. Uh, They were kind of uh, actually doing... um, Passive aggressive behavior, not doing work. None of us ever do that, I'm (laughs) sure. Uh, But I was asked to come in and work with a group to see if I might be able to turn that around. And so if I think about passive aggressive behavior and I don't want to go anywhere, I'm fine the way things are, why do they have to change it? Uh, I'm just going to give you a second to think in your own mind what element that might be related to. And I'm going to give you a couple seconds to have a guess, and then I'll talk about what I actually did. Everybody got something? Okay, I identified that as Earth. Stuck in the past, really. Yes, I would have
0: gotten it right. Yay! (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, So what I did was I started talking to them. um, I just started asking questions. The key question I asked, I think, that really shifted their thinking and began a different kind of conversation was to say, What if this new organizational structure was fabulously successful? If it were successful, what would that mean to you?
0: And so that would be then bringing in a little bit of air, kind of that pie
2: in the sky. Okay. Right. Lifting it so that now I get out of my emotion or out of this earth into thinking about, oh, there might be some possibilities here. And we're just now, we are thinking ahead about a future that might be possible. And once they had a wonderful conversation about that, they were able to come up with concrete ideas of what I might do, what we might do as a team. Nice. And that happened probably within a three-hour period where by the time they left, they had some concrete ideas and some actions. Oh, that's great.
0: Okay, so hold on. We are talking with Albi Benach. Benach. Oh, I almost had it <laughs> and we are um, talking about the elements and how we can use the elements to make shift um, energy and, and shift stuckness when we are working with others and but we are going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back.
3: So effective leadership isn't something that just happens. It takes time and effort. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur has developed a concentrated series of courses to help you become your best as a leader and professional. Explore your leadership style, become a communications master, and learn to plan strategically in order to make better decisions. You'll learn emotional intelligence, team building, Change management, and other skills for personal success, such as conflict resolution. There's a great leader inside you to be unlocked. Make the commitment to become a well rounded, intelligent leader. Show the world around you that you are ready to lead. Log on to MishaRouser.com. That's MishaRouser.com to learn more. It's the Leadership Development Series. Your first step toward professional excellence begins at MishaRouser.com my name is Marie Manuceri. I'm an energy intuitive author and host of Where Energy and Medicine Meet. During the show, I answer caller's questions,
2: intuitively, of course, and provide invaluable guidance. I also interview others who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. Tune in on Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 1150 a.m. in Seattle or live wherever you are at energyintuitive.com.
3: Dynamic careers in organizations require dynamic thinking. Success is measured in terms of positive, productive, meaningful workplaces. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has helped thousands become more confident in their leadership and professional abilities. Misha's years of research and private practice have given her the tools to help you or your organization improve performance log on now to learn more about coaching consulting or training with Misha Rouser at misharouser.com that's meisharouse r.com 1150kknw.com it's why they invented the internet we think alternative talk 1150 a.m.
0: Welcome back to the Misha Rouser Show, and wow, that was mellow, Benny. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to calm things down. Okay?
0: <laughs> it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. That's so true. Okay, so we are talking with um, Albi Banak. Oh, I got it that time, and we're talking about again how we can use some of the um, the element, the elements, the classical elements of earth, wind, fire, and air to as another tool to be thinking about when we are stuck either personally, I actually have used this personally, and then also but when we're in with others and meetings and so forth or just with groups and, and, and we're trying to get movement going. And so okay, so you had shared one story using Earth. And by the way, Earth I probably I, I really one one of the other reasons I like this is because I like to visualize. Mm-hmm. And so for Earth I think about mud. Yeah. And so when I'm feeling that mud feeling. It's like, oh, okay, this is earth, and what, would, what can lighten that? And I think of either water or air. So I love the visual of this tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, I, you know, for those of you who are very visual, that's another reason I think you're going to love this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are some of the other elements, and do you have any other stories of how you use those?
2: Yeah, I'm going to tell you another story and then give you a minute or two, or a second or two, to think about what element you think might be. Oh, gosh, played. I'm being tested,
0: Pity. I just <laughs> this is pressure. Again, it's Tuesday.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks, should be tested Penny. on Tuesdays. <laughs>
2: um, this is a, a a staff meeting that I would go into every week as a member of a team, not as the leader. And there were two people in particular that just nitpicked each other all the time. And it wasn't the playful kind where you could say, "Oh, they're just kidding each other because they're really." like each other and they have that kind of relationship, it was, uh, the energy was really destructive and mean underneath it. Um, And so they were having a lot of their uh, sort of hidden concerns that they didn't want to talk about out loud and in a professional way through this little nitpicking language. So what kind of uh, element do you think that might have been? How would you identify that element?
0: That's a tough one. Because I could, because you, you, for me, I am overanalyze. So part of me was thinking about, well, what's driving that, that behavior, and so it would be an emotion, which would make me think water. But then again, I think about the spirit of things, which you were saying was fire. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm already stuck.
2: No, that's good. <clears throat> Uh, what I like about what you said, Misha, is that there isn't going to be a right answer. Oh, I feel better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as If you're a, an intervener or a practitioner and you're in the moment, you don't have to second-guess yourself. What's important is that you you state in your mind which one you think it is and then move forward from there. And if for some reason that doesn't initially work, then try something else. In this particular case, I identified it as water emotions. Because these people had a lot of emotions underneath the surface. And it wasn't that they were bad people. It's just that they weren't skilled at talking about it in an objective way. So what I did, because it was water, uh, is I counteracted that with, what did I do? Fire. Mm. So water puts out fire. Fire, enough fire can, can override water. And so what I did is I turned around and I asked someone else, not one of the two people that had this nitpicky thing, I asked someone else, I said, what kind of staff meetings would you like to have? So that's kind of inspiring, an inspiring question because it leads one out of this watery stuff to imagine and be excited, inspired Mm -hmm. about a future possibility. And the person that I asked that question to paused because it kind of caught them off guard. And then I turned it around to saying to the whole group, um, my confession, my own confession, you know, I find it very tedious to be in a staff meeting where this is how we spend our time. I I have work to do, and I'd much rather do that. But I also believe that these, I believe, so that's another connection to inspiration, that these could be really productive meetings, and I'm just wondering what others of you would like to see in this, in these meetings. So it didn't make these people wrong. It just uh, stated that there were other options and other opportunities, that the staff meeting didn't have to be like this. And so what happened in the short version is people started talking about, well, if I had to be in a staff meeting, which I don't like anyway, I can see why here's what I would like them to be about. I'd like them to be about connecting. I'd like them to be about learning stuff. I'd like to know what's going on in the organization. I'd like to know what's going on in the broader organization. And so from that time on, we recrafted our staff meetings so that they would be more productive. And people, um, if they didn't enjoy being in them, they were less hesitant to come.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then I'm wondering, as... When you are you bringing in the fire element and trying to to be the inspiring, and what do you want it, it, that's also kind of future looking and I was envisioning kind of that also future looking as being air too of that pie in the sky, you know what can we become mm-hmm. so so I guess then because of that then really somebody could have used maybe both. You could even use air maybe to help bring them out of mm-hmm. the emotional. Side.
2: Right. I think as, uh, as I get fur- I got further into my practice and using these mm-hmm. elements, I learned that it's, it may not just be one. It may be a process. It may be a process where uh, you start with air or fire and you go, oh, okay, that leads me to this, that leads me to this. <clears throat>
3: I've mm-hmm.
2: also had cases where I've started with y- water and ended with water. So sometimes water can counteract water. And the reason for that is, um, and this is getting a little esoteric, but in uh, some of the the education I've received, there's a lower state of water and a higher state of water. And you can think about that with water as being liquid and water being steam. So there's different states of water in emotionality. There's healthy emotions and there's destructive emotions. So if you start with a destructive emotion, which was going on in this case where people were back and forth and bring it to uh, a higher emotion of how can we get along better together? How can we connect better together? So you're bringing in more of the the heart part. Yeah.
0: See, I just, again, for being a visual person and and what I'm trying to do too is I always am trying to find additional tools Mm -hmm. because sometimes, you know, we, we tend to fall back on maybe our three favorites. When we get into a, you know an uncomfortable situation and when, when there's stuckness happening, and then when we when those run out, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm using stuck a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the icky stuff. It's the <laughs> icky stuff. That's one of the reasons I really liked this one because it's so different. But like you said, it's so, it's also very in the moment, and it's and you can even just reflect on yourself and try, instead of even trying to figure out what's going on with them. Even to say, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling like we're just way up in the sky? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'll start bringing something in and say, how can we bring it down You know, and use one of these other elements? It's just one more way of thinking, hmm, you know, how can I bring that down, ground it more, like in that case? How can yep. I ground it more into Earth? And, okay, let's talk about something more pragmatic now. Or, yeah, It's just such a simple, fabulous
2: new tool. Yeah, I'm really glad you like it. I think it's, it's been very useful to me, and to share it with people has been fun. Have you found other people doing it and taking it on and I think that there are some people who uh do it intuitively they might not label it that way yeah because it's uh if you see other people facilitate or work with groups and they get out of control they'll try to bring them to ground or yep bring them to air I think one of the things that uh when I talked about the ceremonial approach. Mm. That became really important to me because I think that there is um, kind of a sacred trust when one takes on this role of trying to intervene for the greater good. And that helps me realize that I'm working with these other powers, these these elements. Um, And I think it's important that we realize, at least I need to realize, that it is a sacred trust. Yeah, it is. And I love that aspect of of what you bring to
0: your trainings and your facilitations and your work with other people. Thank you. Okay, so of course, time goes by really quick doing this. So thank you, everybody. You have been listening to the Misha Rouser Show, and it's been my pleasure to have Alvi Benocht on. Thank you so much, Alvi. Thank you. And everybody, again, we're live every Tuesday morning at 930 on 1150 KKNW. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.
3: Thank you for listening to the Misha Rouser Show on Alternative Talk 1150. Join Misha every week, Tuesdays, 930 to 10 a.m. as she takes you down a path toward achieving professional success while still having fun. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues. Misha helps people and organizations be successful all while staying on a positive path. Tune in next week for the Misha Rouser Show. (音楽) We'll be right back.